who will survive? Means nothing. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? I'm talking about all the way to the top. Yeah. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream rise to the top. give you a show like you have never ever seen before why because i can hello everyone and welcome to the positively promising podcast i'm your host steve Fontes. god and with me is Who is that over there? That's uh, Eric Sanchez. Okay, we could take off bomb money on a mission right now. Oh, that's a good maybe, jam. Maybe not. Just keep it going the entire time. Oh, All yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Mission's in the house. Okay, well, we, we will get to them. Trust me, in their, in their purple pajamas uh-huh. later on this week's show. Uh, this week, guys, we've been the first time we've been back in a few weeks now for the with the regular show. Uh, we're going to be looking at WrestleMania 10, and over the course of this history of the show, we've looked at various matches from the show or mm-hmm. talked about like the celebrities from it. We even did a watch along, I think, of Brett Nowen, and then we did a watch along maybe of the ladder match or something. But we've never actually done the whole show, no. So it'll be it'll be fun to go back and look at this and. Head back to 1994, 30 years ago, this this pay-per-view was, because uh, we're wrestling at 40 this year, which is crazy. So we'll talk about that and, and a whole lot more. I had a lot of fun watching it. I haven't watched it from like start to finish in a long time, so I had a lot of fun watching it, and we'll, yeah, we'll it was talk a good all one. about it. Because I'll, I'll watch stuff here and there, or I'll see clips of stuff, and then it's like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll go back and watch whatever match it was. Um, I've probably yeah. seen other than, you know, like Shawn Michaels um, and, and the Bret Hart matches, I yeah. haven't watched the Luger match that much or the Savage ma- match that much. but mm-hmm. So my recollection of watching these was different than what happened. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't remember that all happening. Right. So well, it, we'll it get was all... fun to watch back and get like a... We'll, uh, we'll dive in. We're going to yeah. dive in. And dive in right in. Splash. Splash. Like the splash. All right. <laughs> you want to follow us on your favorite podcast app, just hit subscribe, search Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. We'll be there for you. All of our past shows are in the archives. Go ahead and check those out. Um, maybe there's a show you want. We've had a few, like I guess, maybe not even newer, but maybe fans that have kind of reached out recently. Mm-hmm. Ever since I've been more active uh, on Instagram, I'll get to that in a second, but saying, hey, you should do this show. I'm like, we did. Go back and listen. Like, oh, yeah, I found it, but you right. should do it again. I'm like, okay. <laughs> we'll do it again. Uh, there is. Maybe, like, WrestleMania 7, we got to do again, right? We got to do that. And maybe WrestleMania 8, we'll do all those, like the classic ones again, the reboots. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Go back on our, your favorite podcast app. Like I said, hit subscribe. All of our past shows are there. And, of course, all the new shows will be there for you uh, when they come out, usually on Fridays. And I, I mentioned a second ago, I pretty much am done with Twitter slash X. Like, I'm just – it's annoying. Like, the algorithm's just showing me crap I don't want to see. People I don't follow is making me follow. I'm like, all right, there's no uh-huh. real – it's not fun anymore. So – 
you know, I'll still post like the show links and stuff on there. And like, you could still reach me via DM if this is your only place to go, but there's a couple other places you can find us. First off the positively processing podcast, mm-hmm. Facebook group. We've bullied a few people into joining Facebook. So that's been nice. Uh, our guest last you got week got me to come up. back. Yeah, man. Our guest last week who wrote the kayfabe, um, a love story book. Mm-hmm. He is, you know, he's, he's joined the group. He didn't even have a Facebook. So he's in there. Well, now, now he needs a profile picture. Definitely, because he's kind of the, he's, 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 no, he's a uh, vacant. He's the vacant champion. He's vacant. I got so you. Okay. You. Um, I didn't, I so, didn't know you could crop out uh, up to the head. He needs sure. a full body with the title on him. You can't. Uh, so, so yeah, join the positively processing podcast, Facebook group for fun memes, for fun discussions, all that stuff. Um, our friend Matt Kona sent some, uh, figures. I picked up a, a pretty sweet deal from him. He's got a ton of figures for sale. Uh, the, I wanted the, you know, from the new Hogan three pack, like the yeah. 60th anniversary. Mm-hmm. I only wanted the eighties Hogan where he's like eating his bandana. Didn't want to buy the whole set. He sold one Lucy to me for, tw- for a steal. Oh, is that you price. that posted that? Hey, well, Steve Hoker got one too. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, yeah, I saw somebody, I saw steals. somebody got the D'Lo and it just kind of made me, I don't know. I was on the fence with a D'Lo and comma, D'Lo and comma, like when they both came out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I don't really need him because if I need him, then I'm going to want the Farouk. And the Farouk is like from some old, like 10 years ago. <laughs> it came out. I remember yeah. seeing it at Kmart. I see it. I feel you. Yeah. So I'm just hoping. So I, I I found him on eBay loose. I think it was $34 for both of them and shipping, which, which is fine. But then I'm thinking, okay, the Mark Henry came out two years ago, but I doubt they'll release that one or re release that one just because, you know. He's an AEW. Yeah. yeah. So Farouk, um, I probably have hopes for maybe they'll come back out with that one. Because, I mean, the face yeah. scan and everything was terrible on the first one. Right. But anyway, you know, I got you get some deals. And what's great about Matt's sales is you know they're minty because he's like, they're in the box, but I'll ship them loose for cheaper. It's yeah. way cheaper to ship loose. So you get That's them mint like brand new. It how we all like to do business so join the facebook group uh <laughs> also check out the positively processing podcast instagram page uh ppw underscore podcast i'm posting stuff daily on there you got Pictures. me to come back on instagram too there you go man you know supporting <laughs> other content creators all that stuff find us there for the positivity because twitter was becoming too negative even for me who like purposely avoided this stuff i was still seeing it i'm like all right i'm, I'm done i'm out i'm tapping out you see all uh, the negativity yeah, I don't know what was happening. Maybe it's because like the fo- they our account has a lot of followers, like they mm-hmm. like feed more to you or whatever the algorithm, yeah. whatever. You know, I don't care. But either way, you know, we're we're around. You can find us. But Facebook groups a great place to be, and the of course the Instagram page as well. So, uh, Eric, like I said it's been a few weeks since we've had a regular show. Mm-hmm. What's been new, Eric? Anything exciting for you? I mean, you've been busy working and stuff, but any, yeah, any wrestling much, stuff, and uh, purchasing or hanging out with, just hanging out, what you've been up to? Just hanging out. Watched uh, Elimination Chamber. Um, I, I thought that was a nice, fun show. <laughs> like it was. People were like, the play was too predictable. I'm like, of course, it's fine. That, that's you, what you want sometimes. Like, you, yeah. you want, like if, if you have the majority of people that want something to happen and it happens, that's great. Mm-hmm. But I like. Do we want Nia Jax to beat Rhea? Like, no. Come on. What are we doing here? Well, maybe we do. (laughs) She's not like most girls. Um, Yeah, I didn't watch it live, so I obviously sleep. Was it like five a.m.? No, I didn't either. (laughs) Yeah. So, like a couple of days before that, I was telling my my parents, tell my dad, okay, this is this is a show that's going to be in Australia. I'll watch it later in the day. And I was off the weekend, and I told them, uh, you know, I'll I'll watch it like afterwards because in Australia it starts at you know. 6 p.m. there, the time zone, all that kind of stuff. So the night before, my dad's like, what time are you going to watch it tomorrow? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm off tomorrow. I could watch it anytime. He's like, yeah, but what time? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, you don't know? 
I said, no. <laughs> He's <laughs> all said, mad at you. <laughs> I said, I could watch it at two. I could watch it at four. I mean, it's just going to replay. And he's like, mm-hmm. are you going to record it? I said, you don't have to record it if it's streaming. He's like, oh. He says that all the time. Yeah. I'm like, oh. He's like, so what time? I'm like, I don't know. I'll let you know. <laughs> so we had so did watch. you watch with him or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I, I started around 6 o'clock the next day. Okay. Okay. He's like all day just... waiting for you to show up so he can watch it. Yeah. So he could see mommy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mommy. <laughs> oh, man. I like the Logan Paul little swerve there where he knocked out. Because I'd forgotten he was out of there. You know, he punched Randy Orton with yeah. the brass knocks. What the hell took him cool. so long to get out of there? <laughs> yeah. He was faking an injury, man. That's how, yeah, I that's guess how you so. Do it. I just love how, how he was like had the, had the brass knucks on. He's pumping his arm in the air, you know, real slow, like real cool, you know, pumping it up. And then he gets, sure. uh, you see Randy Orton flying out from the side of the screen. <laughs> Take him <laughs> good out. Good stuff. Yeah. It was, it was good stuff. Yeah. There's the mania cards coming up. It's shaping up. And also AEW's got a pay-per-view this weekend. Sting's last match. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've watched any of this stuff. Like I've been like nostalgic for Sting. AEW did dynamite last night and Sting yeah. came down from the rafters, old school style. It was it was awesome. You yeah, know, I, I had st- the Sting, uh, the AEW uh, Unrivaled seven, yeah. 13, I think series thirteen. So the anyways, Luminaries was, one? No, not that one. Okay, it was just like uh, uh, the more recent one. So I had him and yeah. Darby Allen in my cart since uh, the Black Friday sales. So I, sh- mm-hmm. I probably should have got him back then, but then I'm like, no, nah, wait. You mm-hmm. know, not knowing that he's going to retire and all that kind of stuff. So I just checked the, the card out last night after watching the match. I'm coming down from the rafters. I'm like, oh, I got to get a sting. So I look <laughs> it up. It went up to like $30. I'm like, nah, I don't need it. <laughs> Bummer. It'll I'll, go down I'll, I'll, again. Yeah, I'll get him for 10 bucks in about four years. <laughs> yeah, you'll keep an eye on it. So you, you got to work this Sunday? You're, you got to work all day? You're, you off? No, I got to work. Oh, what, so what time? Uh, I usually get out about 6.30. Well, come on to my house. Order in the pay-per-view. Come on over. Okay. So just shoot me a text. I'm, I'm ordering it. I'll get the projector on the inside. I got the oh, new screen. Okay. So nice. It'll be, it'll be a fun time. So come on by. Will I bring anything? Uh, um, I don't know. If you bring bring your bring a smile. How about that? Hey, all right. That's free. Right. Come on by. <laughs> <laughs> well, a couple of things before we get uh, into this week's show. One, first off, rest in peace to Virgil. Virgil oh, passed man. away. Mr. Meat Sauce. Uh and everyone, he's become kind of the meme, the lonely Virgil meme and all that over the past yeah. decade or so, probably even, more than even, that. But uh, even fucking Mattel got in on a game. Remember they had him? Yeah, had I have Virgil, that figure. Virgil Superstar side. <laughs> yeah, I have that. Wrestling Superstar. I have that. <laughs> That's so random that, you know, Mattel would be in on that joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, he was a part of some big moments of our childhood. You know, he was. When he, tur- when he turned on Ted DiBiase, the oh, pop, Loved his it. WrestleMania 7 match, his SummerSlam 91 match. Up. And his biggest contribution to us all is Yakazuma. This Yakazuma man. He's this you gotta look out for this Yakazuma. He warned us about Yakazuma. He, did. he tried warning Brett about Yakazuma. Brett didn't listen. Nope. But you know, Virgil is we're we're another, you know, legend from our, our little childhood. So but what are you gonna do? It, it happens, you know, it's, it's sad and hopefully he's he's at peace right now, eating the meat sauce in the sky. <laughs> the meat sauce in the sky. All right, so WrestleMania 10, you ready to get into it? Um, yeah. Or you got anything else you want to go over? You good? No, that's it. I, w- I was just going to, I was trying to look up his what his name was, um, Soul Train Jones. I remember yeah. watching uh, some old Mid- Mid-South stuff and seeing him. I'm like, oh, that's Virgil. Yeah, man. All right, so WrestleMania 10 took place Madison Square Garden, sold out crowd 18,065 in March 20th, 1994. 
a buy rate of 420,000, down 10,000 from the year before, which was 430,000, WrestleMania 9. Uh, but much better than the next year's WrestleMania, which did like 320,000. So pretty good buy rate um, for WrestleMania. Actually, a really good 420,000 buys is really, really good. Mm-hmm. That people would kill for that nowadays. But do you remember, did you watch the, did you get the pay-per-view? Was this a tape rental? Like, how did you first see WrestleMania 10? I'm pretty sure I paid for it. You did a pay-per-view? Yeah. I don't remember where I saw it, though. It just feels mm-hmm. like when I watched it, uh, I saw mm-hmm. it somewhere live. Yeah. I missed it. This was probably one that I listened to with the scrambled feed. I don't remember ordering it. Uh-huh. And it was definitely a rental. It was at my video store pretty quickly. It was like a new release. It was in the new release section. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I remember I. it was weird because this is like a horizontal VHS cover with the X. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. was kind of kind of different. Um, but it was, I rented it a lot, I think, too. It was just kind of like, you know, I'll rent this one again, you know, type of thing. Or if, or if it was one of those, I don't know about, I think your your Orland video, I know mine did, the one by my house. Yeah. But the older tapes, it was like two for a dollar. So you're like, well, I might as well get two. It was either yeah, one, might for as like, well. one for a dollar fifty or two for a dollar. Like, we're getting two. Like, what are we doing here? Especially <laughs> well, older tapes. suckered but. you in with her tapes. I, I remember, I definitely remember the build to this show a lot with the the coin toss Mm-hmm. for who was going to get the match first. And I remember Brett and Luger did. Luger was super pumped when he won the toss. He got to wrestle Yoko first. Yeah. Uh, and in retrospect, like, you want to wrestle Yoko second when he's a little more tired, well, right? Well, yeah, that makes sense. But, but I mean, either way, he was. I think he was going to have to wrestle Crush, I, I think was the ruling on that. Uh, I also remember Macho Man on Raw wrestled Yokozuna for the title, and it, they said if Macho Man wins... He will defend the championship WrestleMania 10. I'm like, this would be amazing if Macho Man won, of course. Yeah. Crush screwed him over. He didn't win. But what are you going to do? So we start off here. This is a classy event because it's got a piano piano montage from WrestleMania 1. Mm-hmm. And then it kicks right into the best song ever. The WrestleMania instrumental. Love the blue graphics to start. There's blue and gold coins flipping all over the place. We get a wide shot of Madison Square Garden. Vince McMahon welcomes welcomes us uh, to WrestleMania, and he calls he introduces us to the original the original Wild Man of rock and roll, Little Richard. Little As, uh, Richard. I called it the original Wild Man, Mark Merrill of rock and roll, uh-huh. <laughs> Little Richard. <laughs> I, I recently watched a documentary on Little Richard. I think it's on HBO Max, and he was very. Uh, not sensitive, but annoyed that he never really got the credit he deserved for being like kind of the original rock and roll guy. Yeah. Um, he, you know, Elvis kind of stole his style and Elvis kind of, so he was pissed. So he wondered if like this was part of the agreement. Yeah, I'll come sing at your fake wrestling show, but you've got to tell everyone that I'm the original of rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Vince does that, it. That sounds like, uh, sounds like a deal. Yeah, for sure. And then they've got the choir, the Harlem choir on the outside when they're singing America the Beautiful. And when the choir kicks in, you're like, all right, let's freaking go. Like, I'm ready for WrestleMania. I was pumped. It was very, very good. Maybe one day we'll do like a top countdown of the best, like, WrestleMania, America the Beautifuls of all time or national anthems, whatever they've done. Reba's number one. Definitely. I mean, I was just going to say that. Like, a Reba McIntyre, <laughs> followed yeah. closely by Willie Nelson. And uh, does Robert Beatty Robert Lake. Does Robert Goulet count? But he did O Canada. Does that count or not? That's no? okay. Yeah, they were in Canada. Boys to Men. Mm-hmm. BB Rexa. Well, 
John Legend, he did it too. Oh, he did. Or, Miss Aretha Franklin. <laughs> Ray Charles. This is we're gonna do a whole meme Gene. Sure. <laughs> he well, he did to it. He's singing the national anthem though. I think WrestleMania one. I'll have to That's confirm okay. that. Uh, I also noticed in the crowd there's a pretty bright yellow Hulk rule sign someone made. Maybe they're hoping Hulk would make a special appearance here, but yeah, you know, he, he'd be in WCW in a few months at bash at the beach, making his debut over there. So sorry guy with the sign. Uh, we've got the Jerry, the King Lawler and Vince McMahon on commentary. Uh, gorilla is over doing radio WWF. I kind of wish this was gorilla and the King. Yeah. Like maybe give me one last gorilla monsoon WrestleMania. It, it we took couldn't me a while it. to get used to Vince on commentary again. Cause he's so annoying. But then once you get into it, it's just like it's part of the background then. I thought this was one of Vince's better commentary performances mm-hmm. like he's ever done. It was really like, because I'm the same with you. Vince isn't great. And he even, just, even he just Vin- yells. But once he kind of calmed down and got into the rhythm, it, it was better for me. Yeah. Um, we have our first matchup of the night and we get, we do kind of a rundown of how we got here with Brett and Owen Hart. You know, Brett kicks his gets his leg kicked off from under his leg at the 94 mm-hmm. rumble yeah. brett says i will never will not ever fight my brother owen owen um they end up fighting they have a match i'll give him a fight i'll give him a damn good fight is what bret hart says uh bill dunn's the announcer i'm like who is this jabroni where's where's the fink <laughs> bill dunn we get to him and he says from calgary alberta canada big cheers and then everyone's pissed because it's Owen Hart. Mm-hmm. So got I, I like the intro you just did. That took me right to the WrestleMania 10. Took me right to the Raw's War video game. Okay. The or the Raw video game. <laughs> the Raw video game, yeah, Super Nintendo and Sega. Um, and then Bret Hart comes out, and I think we've seen with his, he's got his, I think Scott Hall called it, called it his uh, Sergeant Pepper's Club jacket. It's got the short aisle and like the tight camera shot of Bret. I feel like he's been used a lot. And, mm-hmm montages and stuff so it's pretty familiar to everybody uh and we if you go back to our archives of our show you and i actually did a watch along at this match and it's really good it still does definitely hold up i don't know what you thought of it watching i missed miss the guitar public. riff at the beginning of his uh his his music that started in 96 i think okay so it was a little while before that but, but what do you think of this did we we've all seen this match a bunch of times you know, when you rewatched it, were you like, oh, this was still really good? Or were you kind of like, meh, it doesn't hold up as well? I don't think I really enjoyed it, and it sucks that I don't. It just goes too long. <laughs> and I think I probably brought this up at the time. I'm not one for long matches. Mm-hmm. But watching it again, I, I could I could tell more of the story of the match, but still it was just too long for me to like really, oh my well, God, this is such a good match. Well, Brett says in his book, they changed this whole match the night before because the yeah. way it was written out, like Owen was doing those, these high-flying moves. Brett's like, oh, you're going to be a babyface by the end of this. we got to change the match. So they changed it all up. Um, it starts off with just some solid mat wrestling, but it really mm-hmm. kicks it up a notch when Owen slaps Brett across the face. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't He doesn't hold back. He smacks the shit out of him, which is kudos to Owen Hart for not holding back on his, on his brother. I like how Owen uh, just grabs, like, Brett's hair and he, like, wrist locks him and brings him down to the mat. <laughs> Mm-hmm. like forcefully it's like you older jerk yeah um owen turns owen's also like kind of a jerk uh he he works the leg works his leg brother mm-hmm. 
And uh, when Owen gets the sharpshooter on Brett, the king shouts out that Owen invented the hold. So Owen invented it. Brett stole it from him, which was funny. Uh-huh. Um, so Owen wins with like, they do kind of with like, Brett goes for a victory roll, but Owen just kind of just stops it. And I wish we could hear the crowd better, but Lawler just doesn't shut up. He's screaming about what a great upset it was. I kind of wanted mm-hmm. to hear the crowd because they were shocked. I don't think any person in arena thought Bret Hart was losing. I was yeah, shocked. no one thought Brett was losing that match. And it, it makes sense in retrospect, obviously. But Owen was not on Brett's level at all. He was the guy with the su- suspender tag team pants, right? High energy. <laughs> he was the Coco. blue blazer for crying out loud. Right. Um, we go backstage, and this is, of course, Owen's gross loogie with his Todd, with, where he's interviewing Todd, and, or Todd's mm-hmm. interviewing him. And uh, Owen's just got that gross, like, <laughs> oh. Yeah. It's still gross, you know. It's a big gross. goober on his on his side of his mouth. There, uh, we get our first Coliseum video presents a WrestleMania moment. It's from WrestleMania two. It's the awesome Battle Royal. Gorilla Monsoon talks about that. You know who won that Battle Royal? Do you remember? Um, Santino Marella. Sure, <laughs> not quite. I believe his I believe his name is Andre Outback the Giant. Jack. Andre oh, the Giant. Andre I believe Giant. his name is. All right, so. Talk about the next segment up here. Talk about a, uh, I guess, uh, a timestamp in history or of the time. Cy Sperling, the Hair Club for Men president. Now, if you were not al- alive during this time, this Hair Club for Men. Even at that time, I thought it was so dumb <laughs> to, to have this guy at a WrestleMania. <laughs> and they paid him to. Do you think they paid him to come or he was like, I'll do it for free if I get to advertise myself? Well, I, I think it was probably like, you know, a services trade where <laughs> he kind of didn't get paid. WWE didn't get paid. Just like, here you go, you know, put some hair on Finkel and we'll, we'll give you a, 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 some advertising. Size Do promotion. you remember his. Do you remember his, uh, his slogan? Um, something about I'm not a, I'm not the owner. I'm also a client or something like yeah, that. Yeah, not only the president, I'm also a client. And shows yeah. his, he's got a wig on. <laughs> was it a like, wig or was it stitched in hair? It's a wig that's stitched. It's a wig it's that's, like stap- that's like stapled into your head. <laughs> oh, my God, stapled. <laughs> he's the original hardcore. <laughs> he's hardcore. He's hardcore. He's, he's hardcore. <laughs> Fink's got a stapled the, wig on his head, huh? I don't think Fink's was stapled. I think his was just a wig. He, Fink didn't look bad. No, it looked good. Why did he take was it off? <laughs> it, well, he kept it on the whole night. No, I'm just saying, like, you know, eventually it, it comes off again. Like, eventually. Uh, then we've got this match here. Bam Bam Bigelow and Luna Vachon versus Doink and Dink the Clown. Eric I, famously... I ha- I Famously, seen, I haven't seen this match in so long, and it's not bad. <laughs> it's not. But you famous. We did a WrestleMania match draft, and yeah. you put this on yours because you didn't understand the assignment. You're like, you know, I want this match on there. All the legendary matches in history. Yeah. Doink and Dink versus Bam Bam and Luna. I mean, you gotta, squeeze. You, you gotta have a popcorn match. You don't. I, I, I'm just booking. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to make the best card. I'm trying to make the best card for the audience. To give them a break. I mean, you gotta you, you gotta get up sometime. Do you think people left during this match? It was the second match of the night. No, I'm not talking about this match, particularly at this event. I'm talking about in my <laughs> in my my uh, my uh, pay per view draft. As as Doink's coming, and this is good guy Doink, as he's coming down, he sprays Cy Swirling mm-hmm. with his his flower and his hair. He's like, oh, not my wig. He's getting all worried about it. No, I, um, I think I think the the popcorn match would have been Blaze and Leilani Kai. 
We'll get to that. Well, I'm just saying, uh, this is two matches in. You're right. Uh, Luna basically beats the crap out of Dink the Cloud. <laughs> she just <laughs> pounded him. I need a Mattel figure of Luna in this attire. This is exactly the Luna I want. This is your Luna? Yeah, this is my Luna. <laughs> when I think of, when sh- I think of Luna, this is this is what I imagine her as. <clears throat> Beating up Dink the Clown? Yeah, that too. Dink Dink the Clown. Yeah. Slamming him right to the damn mat. Shout, with shout out to OVP. Yeah. Yeah, OVP podcast. Um the people who listen to that show will get that. Uh Bammers gets the win and then post match Dink so Dink gets beat up, right? And they lay down Dink. Mm-hmm. And they go for a big splash, but yeah. Tink, I think, thinks F this, and he rolls out of the way so he doesn't get splashed. He gets so Bam hits the. Bam Bam looks pissed because he moved out of the way. <laughs> but Luda got him. Luda did, but Bam Bam didn't. So, like, yeah. Tink was like, no way I'm getting this, guys. No yeah. way. <laughs> Tink gets up and gets the hell out of there. Damn, Bam Bam is pissed. Anyway, that's just. The ending of this match know. just kind of fell flat. Like, yeah, what are we doing? The ending fell flat, not the whole damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> the ending fell. You're like, you know, they really had me going there, but no, they not, a few stars. Yeah, it's, it's like the off. match is over, you get the win, and then, you know, you're trying, you, I don't know, it's just like a failed attempt at trying to beat somebody up <laughs> when you're, when you're like the bad guy, and then you just made it look like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And then we have Hail to the Chief plays as a Bill Clinton impersonator is there. Mm-hmm. As a kid, I, I remember telling my dad, like, Bill Clinton was at the wrestling matches or WrestleMania. And <laughs> I he's remember like, you said this. <laughs> my dad just like, that's not Bill Clinton. You didn't call me a dumbass. He's like, no, that's not actually him. <laughs> the guy looks nothing like him either. He's got a, he's, and he's like, he sounds like a guy doing an impression of a guy doing a Bill Clinton impression. That's what he sounds like. Oh, yeah. well, you know, I, I love the wrestling. I've always loved to hear Todd. And, you know, IRS and I are going to talk about that. And, you know, later he says got Sonny on his lap and all this other crap. Just, they IRS hired didn't mind him. <laughs> they, they paid this guy to show up. What was the point of this? He was he was a pretty popular impressionist uh, of Bill Clinton was he? at the time. Yeah. No, he wasn't. Was he like the... The Michael Jordan of Bill Clinton impressions. <laughs> yeah, he was. Him? He was. There's a documentary on this guy <laughs> on on Hulu. Is there? No, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't be. There's a documentary on everything. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Oh, man. Anyway, the next WrestleMania three moment that they show is the all the fans at WrestleMania three, along with Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant, but they don't say who won because you know we don't want to say Hulk Hogan's good. Mm-hmm. All right. Our next matchup, Macho Man Randy Savage in his curtain call WrestleMania versus Crush in a weirs a weirs a weird falls count anywhere match. So this was in strange. addition I mean you think about him now. I go back and these rules are fucking weird. <laughs> they there was they've never done this again, I don't think. Maybe they should. I think they should. So the rule is you can pin your opponent anywhere, but then they have sixty seconds to get back to the ring. Okay, so that's fine. So this is kind of a blood feud because Crush is mad. Macho Man didn't come to visit him or call him when he got beat up by y- Yokozuna. Right. So Crush came back as a heel. You thought he was friends and with them. Apparently not. Macho's listen. Macho was on commentary. He was. Wow. A re- he's Macho's got stuff to do. Busy. He's too busy. Little oh, busy, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for, for my oh, friends. Busy. A little busy. I got stuff to do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Crush is like, no, brother. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> no, brother. 
the the first big kind of spot in this match is crushed as a press slam on the uh, guardrail, but it looks brutal. It looks like Mach <laughs> like doesn't break his fall at all. He lands on the guardrail with his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> then he's just laying there. Yeah, like he's and, laying and there. King is like, he's not gonna make it in sixty minutes. Not on sixty <laughs> seconds. Like, oh King. Yeah. You're One, funny, two, man. three. It's like the first few minutes of the match this happens. You're like, oh, yeah. God, crush. Maybe they're going to get a big crush push here or something. But And they do that slow, you know, you got to, you know, coming down to the last 10 seconds and Savage is like so far away. I'm like, he's not going to make it. Then he, I don't know. He slowly still made it in without making it look like how people do it now. Like they just wait till the eight, nine, then they jump up and get right back into the ring. I'm like, he slowly got back in, which to me is more believable than somebody all of a sudden having like super strength to jump up and get back in real quick. So you're saying people, when they're doing maybe a last man standing match or something, they should watch this for how to do it? Yeah. I mean, you still you can still make it in two or three seconds. You don't have to, like, jump up and look like you're a house of fire already when you're just laying yeah. there already for 20 seconds. Yeah. Uh, eventually, Macho Man does get back in. They kind of have a little bit of a mini match where Macho mm-hmm. Man eventually ends up hitting the flying elbow drop on Crush. And he doesn't go for the pin. He rolls him to the outside. Yeah. I'm like, why is he doing that? You're like, oh, that's right. Because this stupid rule, he's got to pin him on the outside so he can't get back <laughs> into the ring, right? So he pins him one, two, three. And now he's waiting to get, you know, the 60 seconds. And what does Mr. Fuji do? Which, by the way, he's Crush's manager now. He's got that grabs Fuji a dust. Grabs, no, he grabs a pitcher of water and dumps it on Crush's head. Oh, yeah, yeah, up. yeah. To wake him up. I remember now. Mm-hmm. Uh, get, lots of get back up, and, you big dummy. Is that what he says? No, I I was trying to do an impression. I messed uh, up. Ah, Mr. Fuji will investigate. Ha, 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 ha. That's Mr. the Fuji. one. <laughs> Mr. Fuji, ha, ha, ha. My Yokozuma, ha, 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 ha. Maybe that's where Virgil thought Yakazuma, because yeah. Fuji said my Yokozuma. All right. Anyway, uh, they, there's, there's, there's not much to say about this match, except at the very end where they go backstage. Mm-hmm. Randy pins Crush. And then he tries to tie him up with like these cords and hang him upside down. Which is why they were by that little, um, you know, steel structure. Yeah, but it doesn't really work because Macho Man's apparently never, wasn't in the Boy Scouts. He doesn't know how to tie a knot. Oh. So, so as soon as he strings him up by his feet, like, like he's a, like he caught like a swordfish or something. Yeah. And, <laughs> he's got him strung up upside down. <laughs> he walks away and Crush slowly just goes back, hits the head. Then his shoulders, just, then his back. He's just, he's just like, boo. And like, he doesn't even try to get up. He's just like, this is so stupid. Like, was the plan for him to dangle upside down for 60 seconds? Like, yeah, that, that, like, that's ideal. What, that's, what, that's, probably, that's what was supposed to happen. <laughs> Do you think they practiced it? No. <laughs> <laughs> they would have showed Mach how to tie a knot. Um, or like, or, or, or something. Or, or have a maybe, hook on it. Like, make it, like, yeah, make it easy. Yeah, like a clip. He's over but there Macho trying was... to tie a damn knot for 20 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Crush, Crush is wide awake looking at him. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I it's true. this knot, man. It's true. Hurry, it's like, get the fuck off of this. <laughs> and Macho's got to get, get back to the ring in 60 seconds, he too, or he or loses. He, or he loses. <laughs> like, He's it. like, oh. <laughs> he just lets him go. And like he yeah. said, he's, Crush slowly goes back down to the floor. <laughs> it's just like on his neck, basically, with his feet up over his head. <laughs> Oh my God! And Mach- the crowd doesn't care because the Macho Man gets back three, he gets the win. Big what pop! A, right? What a lousy ending! <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great. You fuck off! It was great. <laughs> it was not great. I mean, it was it was good that he won. I like that he won, but you know that could have been better. So, 
our friend Steve Hoker has a uh, a t-shirt shop where he's all about like inside podcast jokes. I would like a yeah. t-shirt that t-shirt that says Macho Man can't tie a knot. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll you'll buy it. And people are like, what does that even mean? Did you see Hoker made the That's Our Vader shirts? You yeah. saw those. Right? Oh, that's I did? Still Vader. Yeah. No, it's I, Vader. I need one. Oh, it's Vader on Urkel's face on Urkel's uh, oh, body. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that. And Breaker bought one, and he said he's like he's like I was at a toy store, and someone was like, "Is that Virgil or is that I'm sorry, Vader <laughs> and Urkel?" And he goes, "Yep." And they're like, "What?" And he's like, that, "I just left it at that. That's what it is. That's, that's all, all they need. That's all they need to know." Did Did Vader do that? <laughs> anyway, Macho Man can't tie notch. Mister Hoker, get on that. Um, big pop for the Macho Man. You know, yeah. despite that, whatever the crowd was just happy to see him win, which is why I maintain. Macho Man at some point should have either won the Rumble in '93 and wrestled Bret Hart, or been the champion going into WrestleMania 10 and done Macho Man versus Bret for the title. Like that'd have been epic. Been yeah, great. that would have been a real good match. Passing the I, torch. I think moment. I told you. I, I was just. This was like years ago. I think I told you we were still doing a podcast, but I mentioned that I was just thinking of like good wrestlers at the time. I'm like, well, Macho Man and Shawn Michaels were, were in the WWF at the same time. It, would they ever have a match? I never saw it never seen it whatever um so i looked more into it and it happened on like a uk uh yeah coliseum yeah, it's on a coliseum video, video. yeah I'm like oh shit let me watch this <laughs> it was a pretty good match yeah lanny poffo talked about how macho man said at wrestlemania 8 he noticed Shawn michaels mm-hmm. and his plan was to have a year-long feud culminating with him losing the championship to Shawn michaels and like because he thought he was like this superstar and vince just didn't go for it he thought macho was past his prime and, and mm-hmm. all that and he clearly wasn't because he went to wcw had a much longer career yeah and one of the all-time legends anyway he still can't tie a knot uh we after macho man's big win todd's with the uh, fake bill clinton again and jack tunney sitting there next to him too irs is there to help out with his tax well he, he, did, he and, didn't mention anything about president clinton yet he was just like oh i'm in the presidential box i'm like okay are they trying to avoid <laughs> the word clinton <laughs> maybe or the name yeah <sighs> president what wouldn't it be well? What's funny is I was watching, you know, past WrestleManias as I do, and mm-hmm. in the front row a lot of these is a former president in the front row of some of those uh, WrestleManias at Trump Tower and or Trump Plaza and WrestleMania Seven. Yeah, there's a former president in the front row that did enjoy wrestling, um, but he was no Bill Clinton impersonator. I'll tell you that much right now. I think we'd be a better country if we had this Bill Clinton impersonator <laughs> running the place. Not not actual Bill Clinton. This impersonator. The, the impersonator. I got you. Exactly. He's got good exactly. policies. <laughs> sure. His policies. He likes wrestling. You know. That's. Uh, I, I'm oh in. man. That's all I need to hear. <laughs> we we go to we go to Fan Fest, which is you know the first of its not the first. They did these at like WrestleMania five, I think. They showed um, kind of some highlights of this, but this you can you go to this Fan Fest. You could dunk doink mm-hmm. in the dunk tank. You could buy a bunch of Hasbro's, go to the Coliseum oh, video booth. That would have been great. Could meet meet Hillbilly Jim. You could call a match. Imagine calling a match, you know, with a, a classic match. with a, I guess we kind of do that now with podcasts, but back in the day, would have been amazing. Uh, back where in the Overflow Theater room, they're kind of the Overflow, they sold closed circuit tickets, and Macho Man went in there to say hi to everyone and say, ooh, yeah. People were pumped. Uh, there's another WrestleMania moment at WrestleMania 4 involving Macho Man, of course. He won the championship, mm-hmm. beat four guys, and uh, became the WWF champion. So I'm going to go back and watch that one-man gang and savage match, just for the hell Okay. Of it. What about him versus Greg Valentine? Well, maybe. 
Okay, I, I'm just, I was piqued my interest when I saw one man gang lifting Savage up by the neck. Now you say this is a, qua- a, a popcorn match. Leilani Kai versus Alondra Blaze, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing to say about it? Three minute squash match? <laughs> I mean, I, I thought it was... It's probably King just being sarcastic talking about how hot Lenny Kai is and how ugly Alundra Blaze is and just how ugly she is. Ugly. I'm like, what? I'm like, is there beef <laughs> between Jerry Lawler and, Alund- and Medusa? So I started looking it up. Couldn't find anything. I'm like, why was he so? Why was he such an asshole to her? <laughs> He's got beef with her. What a jerk that King is. Yeah. Oh man. So Blaze wins in three minutes. I mm-hmm. It was, I guess, kind of cool to get this this match on here. And Lenny Kai was old school wrestling stuff and but i was surprised by i mean when you think leilani kai i'm thinking like wrestlemania one you know the earlier years and i see this i'm like oh okay maybe that's why they brought her back for wrestlemania one stuff oh yeah you're right backward all began it is speaking of backward all began we got some wrestlemania 5 highlights and instead of it being hogan versus savage the mega powers explode Mm -hmm. they chose piper's pit where Piper, blew, hey, don't don't blow more, no more smoke in my face, Mr. Downey. And he um, blew smoke in his face, and Piper hit him with the fire extinguisher. So that was the highlight of WrestleMania 5. But I think this might be the highlight of your night, this Which next one? matchup. This next match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Hold on, where's the where's tag? My, where'd my music get? <laughs> the tag team title match. Men on a mission, Mabel and Moe with Oscar versus the Quebecers for the WWF Tag Team Championship. That's the holiday of your night, wasn't it? It was it was fun. You don't have your say, you don't have uh, it queued up? Oh, I'm sorry. Hold up. It's okay. I mean uh, no, no, we'll no. Just... I'm on the wrong <laughs> I'm on the wrong one. Hold up. Keep talking. <laughs> oh, here we go. Right. Oh, I got a damn commercial. Come on, WWE. What are you on YouTube here? What is this? No, I'm, I'm amateur on WWE.com. Oh, man. Look at yeah, you. Yeah, they got those videos over there. Bop, bop. Those videos over there. Men on a Mission versus the Quebecers for the Tag Team Championship. Uh, the Quebecers come out first with uh, Johnny. <laughs> Listen, Oscar just screaming. I feel like he's just not even saying stuff here. It's a bop, bop, bat up, bop, 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 bat up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. 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 Okay, right. I think we're good. That's enough Oscar we we've good. had in this show. Okay. It's enough Oscar. Men of the Mission come out first, and then we go backstage to Shawn Michaels and Rhonda Shearer. She's the host of Up All Night. You remember her from those USA episodes? Dude, I used to she watch it like all the time. I loved her. Did you? Very bubbly. Yeah, very bubbly. That's what I liked about her. And all of a sudden, Burt Reynolds shows up and, mm-hmm. you know, basically tells Shawn Michaels to shave his chest for some reason. He's like, beat it, kid. Yeah, he's a like, real what are you man. He is. He was a real man. He says he wants to take her to FanFest. But FanFest is mm-hmm. over. I think he just wanted to get some action. I mean, that was, that was already code because it was over. Yeah. Let we got the Quebecers coming out with Johnny Polo. We're not the Mounties. And Johnny Polo, also known as Raven, is mm-hmm. a, a manager of the W. I, it took me for a long time to realize that Raven was Johnny Polo. I don't remember when I actually realized really? that. But what about it was uh, a while. Scotty Flamingo? Mm, I just, he was just Johnny Polo and he was super annoying. Yeah. I, that's all I knew about him. Uh, I loved Mabel's giant uh, purple pajamas he's basically mm-hmm. wearing. He's got says, whoop, whoop. There it is. 
Right in the chest, yeah. He's got mom on the side of his uh, satin pajama pants. When Mabel turned heel and Mo turned to Sir Mo, they got rid of Oscar. Mm-hmm. I think like they should have dumped Oscar and, or I'm sorry, dumped Mo and kept Oscar. <laughs> Just so we could dumped say, yeah. Mo and kept Oscar? Yeah, we King Mabel. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. I mean, he's a, he's, he's, he's a good hype man. He is, definitely. He, I, I bet you he would be your hype man for you. If you he ever get be. married, he can introduce you to your Was wedding. he the guy that was sitting in the, the chair all lonely, sitting next to Greg Valentine at StarCast, or was that Oscar? Yeah. I mean, was no, that, that was, no, it was Oscar. It was Oscar. It wasn't Mo. It was Oscar. Okay. I, I regret not talking to him. Oh, man. Well, someday you'll, you'll run into him again. Okay. Uh, the one big move of this match is a double suplex on Mabel. You're like, mm-hmm. holy crap. Um, there's a couple big splashes on one of the Quebecs. And the ref gets distracted by Johnny Polo. Meanwhile, Oscar's trying to pull Johnny Polo down. Um, men in a mission throw both guys out of the ring, and they win by countout. So they don't win the championship. They should have just let them win the belts, right? Like, just for the night. It would have been a nice big yeah, pop. Yeah, just the, give it up the next night. The there was a part of this like, where, where Mabel, like, just, he just comes back with this big spin kick. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, Mabel's a hell of an athlete. Big, big, big daddy V. Viscera. Mm-hmm. Big big hell of an athlete but what's even funnier is men on a mission kind of steals the belts after the match and holds them up like they won yeah they're not gonna so. and the quebecers not gonna go back in and try to get them no not from men on a mission no not gonna do that <laughs> after they fought him for what 10 minutes already yeah i i will say we're six match five six matches into this this night it's going pretty a lot good of fun. it was a fun paper there's no like Oh, this is the best match ever, or whatever. But it's been a nice, yeah, fun they, show. Yeah, they for were me. good matches, entertaining. Definitely. get some laughs, get some get some uh, excitement going. Well, we say that, and we've got our next match coming up, and this is the, the first, I'd say, stinker of the night. Um, WrestleMania six moment before that's Hogan versus the Warrior. Mm-hmm. They say that no one is unbeatable, and we have Fink introducing the celebrities. Uh, Ronda Shear is our timekeeper. Our guest announcer is Donnie Wahlberg from NKOTB, also known as New Kids in the Block, and he is the brother of Mark Wahlberg. So yeah. we have our special, first off, we have our special referee, Mr. Perfect, is kind of how he says it, which is annoying. Um, he's got his referee pajamas on, is what I put mm-hmm. Mr. Perfect in. But Luger and the- Yoko agreed to have him. Mm-hmm. Big pop. Yoko's out first as the champion, which I, I didn't really understand. Uh, Lex Luger's got his new music, no more Stars and Stripes Forever, but kind of like do 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 do. I don't I don't know. It, Terminator, I, something, <laughs> something like that. What do you think of his new music? I thought it sucked. Jeez, <laughs> it was it was fine. I just got used to the uh, what, what did you call it before? It's Stars and Stripes Forever. It's Stars and Stripes Forever. I like that one. Yeah. Luger's in great shape here. All He's jacked always in and great tan. shape. Definitely. Um, this starts off with a lot of Luger yelling and running. Yeah! Ah! As he does. Luger mm-hmm. does a lot of yelling as in he matches. does. <laughs> Big clotheslines. Uh, Lo- Yoko's looking huge here. Definitely yeah. over close to 500 pounds in mm-hmm. real life. And then all of a sudden we get... those chicken skins. Or turkey oh, and skins. All of a, and with rice. And all of a sudden we get this the damn nerve hold. Oh my god! I put boo, I put in my notes. Boo! <laughs> Stupid nerve hold. <laughs> that, that's Yoko for you. Vintage oh Yoko. Oh my god! Did you like god. the Lex the cr- Loser sign? 
<laughs> in the crowd. I, I did not like that. <laughs> oh, man, I saw it. I'm like, oh, that's so, like, unoriginal yet original. <laughs> <laughs> Lex Loser. Oh, man. You think it was Vladimir? Vladimir was in the front row with his friends with the WWF shirt oh, yeah? sign. Like, well, one, he, have, he was he the W. He was one. He was a W. His two friends were or the Fs. Mm-hmm. Or the one was a W. was an F. Anyway, uh, the crowd tries to get into it. Some USA chants. Yeah. Then it gets bad again and just like. Uh, Luger starts to hulk up and he's. This match is also almost 15 minutes long. Like, what yeah, are we nine, doing? Yeah, nine here? of it is the, the multiple nerve holds. No joke. Like, I was even like, I'm going to fast forward a little bit. I'm like, they're still in the nerve hold? Like, it's brutal. <laughs> that was the second one. <laughs> Oh, just man. oh, but just he fought bad. out of you, it. You, you could just then he ran the ropes, and Yoko dropped him with the big belly to belly. Luger can't could catch a break. You could basically he, he's definitely at the end here. You could basically skip to the end where Luger gets some momentum and does a slam. Jerry King Lawler says that's a hip hop or hip toss. Jin's like, no, it's a slam. Um, we get some flying momentum, flying forearm. But as he does that, Jim Cornette jumps on the apron. So what does Lex Luger do? He goes to there and pulls him into the ring. Mm-hmm. And then he pulls Fuji to the ring, so perfect. All of a sudden, he's putzing around, checking he's on like, the he's managers. Like, Fuji, are you okay? Luger's got the cover. It's like count to twenty-seven, twenty-eight. He's like, you know Yoko's what? Let me, out. Let, let me let me go check on uh, Cornette too. <laughs> you know what? Let me go check back on Fuji. Luger's like, what the hell are you doing? So Luger's Luger pushes Perfect once, saying, "What are we doing? Let's come on!" I was mad. Per- perfect gets a little pissed. He then does. he pushes him again. So Perfect, that's it. He goes for the bell, and Yokozuna wins by disqualification. What a bunch of oh. crap. I wanted the I rematch mean, from uh, I mean, Royal I, Rumble to see who would win. From what? From whose, whose well, rematch? Well, I'm not talking about a rematch. I'm just talking about how they both got eliminated at the same time. Now we can see who's the better man. Are you talking about Brett and Luger? Brett, Brett oh, Luger. Oh, 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 you wanted the Brett Luger main event. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Well, if you remember, the Luger, year Luger us, wins. He has it for about twenty minutes, and then he, Brett beats him. <laughs> yeah, why not? Uh, you know, last year, Brett, or I'm sorry, Luger and Perfect got into a little bit of a tizzy in the catering area of Caesar's Palace's parking lot. If you remember, last year, yeah, WrestleMania nine. So, oh, you're t- I you thought you were talking about uh, 2023. <laughs> yeah, last, <it> last year, <laughs> well, Mr. Per- well, like, Kurt Hennings. <laughs> Curtis Axel is yeah. beating up Lex Luger in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Like, geez, this is for my dad. <laughs> this is for my dad. <laughs> Luger's like, oh, geez. Oh, uh, anyway. I loved your dad. You're such a good there's guy. A, there's a bullshit chant from the crowd in 94, which is not common, which is justified. Um, Lex is back, or Perfect's backstage with Pettengill, and Perfect comes, or Luger comes back, this is bogus that's bogus he keeps telling perfect he's bogus mm-hmm. he's got a good point he is bogus it was bogus uh, I, th- I think uh, what i want what i know when i watched this at the time i didn't like luger that much um i just felt like he was being pushed too hard and yeah. just just for what he was i didn't think he was great and mm-hmm. just kind of have this new um this new look and this new attitude i'm like oh he's okay because I, I love brett but going sure. back and watching this now, you know, I I don't have those feelings about Luger anymore. And I'm watching, I'm like, man, that was bullshit. <laughs> Perfect puts it around. You're like, dude, what are we doing here? Yeah, come on. Checking on Fuji two or three times. Checking on Cornette. Luger's got the man. cover. You're not blind. 
No. Well, speaking of blind, look at mm-hmm. this transition. The next WrestleMania moment is the blindfold match from WrestleMania 7. The blind, the blind leading the blind. Um, so this next match is better than that Yoko versus Perfect versus Perfect mm-hmm. versus Luger match. Uh, Howard Finkel's out there with Harvey Whippleman. Harvey Whippleman's calling Fink a piece of garbage. He's got <laughs> your stupid monkey face, your banana <laughs> nose, and these terrible suits. Yeah. And he rips Finkel's suit, so Fink just shoves the shit out of him. Good. Out comes Adam. Adam Bomb comes out to whoop his ass. But who comes to save Fink? Earthquake. The, the Quakester. Quakeburgers himself. Earthquake comes out. Uh Big Splash gets the win in 35 seconds. That match was better than Luger versus it was. Yokozuna. All right. Uh, we go backstage now. We've got Todd Pettengill with uh, Jim Cornette and Yokozuna. Jim Cornette has, like, some weird poetry. Do you remember what he said? Something about snakes in the – see who has kittens has snakes in the grass or something weird like that? Something. They they He does point out to Luger that they both agreed on this official. So, you know, they both signed off on it. So, really – Luger should have went to Tunney and said, no, I'm not. I've got beef with this guy. I don't trust him. Give me someone else. Give me someone biased or unbiased. And Well, did he have beef with him before? He had beef with him at WrestleMania 9. The year before. Huh. Fight in the parking lot. Remember? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what you said last year. <laughs> yeah. You thought 2023. All right, we go to the ladder match here. Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon. I think we've all seen this match a ton. Did, have you seen it a ton? Oh, yeah. I always, I, you know, I, I like the SummerSlam match, but I mean, this this match is just as good, I would say now. This is a, just a, I think people think that this match doesn't hold up as far as ladder matches anymore because of all the innovation we've seen over the years and all mm-hmm. the craziness. But this is a, as an act, as just a wrestling match that happened to have a ladder in it. It's It's a five-star match. It's awesome. It's freaking great. Yeah, I think so, you said that pretty good. A wrestling match with a ladder in it. Instead of using yeah. the ladder for everything, you know, you just kind of incorporate it here and there. Shawn Michaels gets to the top. He rides the ladder across the chest of a fallen razor in the middle. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of uh, holds it and rams so it when into they come, him. When they come down the aisle, Shawn's with Diesel behind him. And, of course, he's like, nope, I'm not walking under the ladder. Razor, though, does because he's the coolest wrestler yeah. of all time. He doesn't was believe thinking, in bad luck I, I was thinking about this as far as wrestlers that are like this guy's cool has mm-hmm. there ever been a cooler wrestler than scott hall last razor ramon i don't think so like i think it all like was cemented when he was in the ring at nitro someone threw a beer at him he doesn't uh, flinch no he just slicks his hair back and like checks it out in the camera dead on like <laughs> you're never gonna top that like it's never gonna be you're never no one's ever gonna look cooler in the history of Mankind and yeah, longevity Longe- Longe- goes to Scott Hall. Before a while, I thought Nash was pretty cool when he was in NWO. Yeah, but Nash also has like this era of where he's in like I guess Scott Hall did with his mustache, but from the diamond stud on, mm-hmm. like he's the coolest. He's the coolest yeah. guy in the room. So even diamond stud. Yeah, you you did mention diamond stud. You're right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, early in the match, Diesel kind of interferes, and the ref looks down and sees Razor kind of on the ground. He's like yelling at Diesel, and Diesel's like, did you see something? Did you see something? <laughs> Screaming at Earl Hebner. Um, Earl Hebner tosses him out. So we got a one-on-one matchup here, and which is 
We'd like to see that. That's yeah. good stuff, Spiral. So we we all we all want to see it. What's crazy? I put a note. The next pay per view the WWF has, Diesel is wrestling for the WWF Championship versus Bret Hart at King of the Ring '94, which That's is crazy. pretty crazy. It is, man. Um, I have a few notes about this match because we've all seen it about a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. Big clothesline by Razor over the top rope, where Shawn Michaels like f- does crazy awesome selling for Razor with that clothesline. Um, Razor tries to bring the ladder in, and as he's doing it, he get, he kind of she kind of you know pushes it under. Sean does a baseball slide, ladders yeah. the into Razor, which is a great spot. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean's the first one to actually climb the ladder in the match, and it's it's a good, I don't know, like seven or eight minutes maybe into the match before we even get a ladder climbing spot. And uh, Razor pulls down Sean's tights. We get a full ass shot oh. on Peacock. I'm surprised they haven't censored that, but it's a full moon over Madison Square Garden, as Vince McMahon says. And <laughs> a full moon over Madison Square Garden. The the best part is, is oh, Sean doesn't doesn't pull his pants up to do the elbow drop. He just no. elbows him drop. He's bare like, ass. I like my asshole out. <laughs> check it out, I mean, ladies. Sure, check it out, or gentlemen, whoever you whatever. Check it you out, want. Vince. Check it out, Vince. Uh, this also has the famous splash of Shawn Michaels. You know, we've seen a million times in montages off the ladder. Mm-hmm. Uh, I the one spot I really liked in this match is they do a Razor does kind of a suplex of Shawn and just tosses him off the ladder. It's not a full suplex, just tosses him, which is pretty cool. Um, at the end of the match, of course, they've got uh, Ray, Shawn gets tossed off the ladder. He gets caught up in the ladder or in the ropes, I should say, with his that leg. was so cool. He gets his leg caught in there. Then he gets his leg caught. As he gets that freed, his arm gets caught. Because he's, he's using to... his hand to get it undone. And he's like, all right, he's... I got it done. Oh, shit, now my arm's stuck. <laughs> so desperate. Razor pulls down both the la- both the championships. Of course, mm-hmm. uh, this match happened in the first place because Sean was suspended when he was the IC champion, was stripped of the title. Yep. Razor won the Intercontinental Championship in a battle royal where him and Rick Martel were the final two. They had a match on Raw. He beat him. He was the IC champ. Shawn Michaels comes back, says, I never lost this belt. We have the two IC championships in this. Just It's a classic story. It. It's been redone over and over since. Yep. Just a lot of good circumstances got us to this point. But, again, when I rewatched this, I was like, damn, this is a really, really good match. So I'm, I'm glad that, that it happened, right? I'm glad we got to see it. I'm glad I got to watch it again. And it... Again, if you, if you don't think it holds up, I no, think, it's, it's I really, really good. It I, I enjoyed this one a lot more than that Brett Owen. I think so, too. Yeah, I think this one stole the show. This is the match. And as much as this show is about Brett winning the champion, kind of Brett's moment, mm-hmm. this is the Shawn Michaels Razor Ramon show. And yeah. it, I've heard people say that. I think Ric Flair said, like, oh, Shawn, Shawn Michaels wrestled a ladder. No, Razor Ramon was freaking awesome in this match, too. Rick. He was. What are you talking about? Awesome. The clotheslines, the... Did you see Rick Flair on Dynamite last night where he could barely walk and barely yeah. do a eye poke? And, mm-hmm. and he, you know, you do you, Rick. Whatever. Yeah. You know, you, you've, you've earned it. Um, he could barely get his arm out for the eye poke, and that punch looked, uh, <laughs> looked soft. Our, our nec- <laughs> the Bucks just sell the shit out of it. <laughs> our next match uh, was is a canceled match. It's supposed to be a 10-man tag. IRS, the head shrinkers, Rick Martell, and Jeff Jarrett. We're supposed to take on the one, two, three kids, Sparky, Plug, Tatanka, and the Smoking Guns. Uh, what but we go the backstage. Hell? We go the, backstage. The heels are all arguing because you know no one knows who the captain's going to be. Uh, apparently, this match was cut because Sean and Razor went um, went long, 
And that's, apparently Macho, Macho Man yelled at Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon about this for taking other people's time. That's, that's the rumor okay. I've heard. That's, that's okay? I, I'd rather have that. <laughs> well, as I was watching this, they could have fit that match in because they go to more fake Bill Clinton. There's right. another WrestleMania package, like best of package. There's a Bret Hart video package. Like We could have cut some of that out and given these guys a little match, right? Get them a, get Rick Martello another Mania moment before he rides off into the sunset. Something. Or, or to WCW. <laughs> or cut the whole, um, well, never mind. Because <laughs> that was before Shawn Michaels. Talking about the earthquake uh, atom bomb deal. I mean, that was 35 seconds. We, and plus, we got to see Harvey Whippleman and Howard Finkel. That was mm. pretty good. Um, our guests are Jenny Garth as a special guest timekeeper. Burt Reynolds is a special announcer. Burt says, I'm happier to be here than you are. <laughs> everyone in the crowd <laughs> and he goes we have our special referee rowdy roddy piper piper's here in his no fear tasmanian devil shirt so yeah he's our special ref um he's also got uh his wrestling boots on which was interesting over under his jeans i noticed that i don't know if you noticed that and to be able did, to move around vince did point out that you know piper was here wrestlemania one in the main event said matt the same buildings so that's kind of a cool yeah. Full circle moment for Piper. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, Rogue Yoko comes out no robe. He's like, I'm not getting dressed again. <laughs> Just no, walk into the ring. We're not doing this. No. He's tired. And I, it feels like, I'm sure Brett wasn't that tired, but Yoko's dead. Like, two minutes in this match, Yoko's already done. And it feels like Piper's got more energy than both these guys. I feel like Brett slowed <laughs> down to make it seem like Yoko wasn't going even slower than he was. Yeah. Uh, the crowd tries to get into this with some let's go Brett chance. I think they just really wanted to hope for a, like, a new champion. Right? At least that's what I think. Um, when Brett finally does win, because Yokozuna falls off the, the second rope, mm-hmm. one, two, three, the pop is pretty huge for yeah. Bret Hart. Same, this is the same corner that uh, he got pinned in against Owen. Oh, look at that. That's a, I didn't notice that. It's a good call. Look at that. Look at storytelling, pal. Yeah. Um, he was vindicated. <laughs> crowd, like, I'm vindicated in this corner. The crowd's pumped. Yoko gets up for some reason. He's all pissed at Piper. Like I thought when it, for the longest time, I'm like, did Piper shake the ropes? He doesn't, oh. but he's close enough to it. Yeah. He's close to it. Or maybe Yoko thought he did. Is that what Yoko was? Uh, you thought he was saying? I think so. It's like you shook I think the, the ropes. <laughs> brother. Brother. Brother, okay. you shook the rope. Uh, Brett finally gets up after kind of selling the crowd's pump for him and Luger comes into the ring and the crowd's like, oh, what's going to happen here? Yeah. Luger gives him a big handshake. Luger Piper comes back. him right in the face. Really? Started a new feud? <laughs> yeah, right out of the gate. Right out of the gate there. Um, Piper comes back in there now. Now here comes Razor and all of their various baby faces. Mm-hmm. Uh, Burt Reynolds is in there shaking Bret Hart's hand, raising yeah. his hand. Ron DeShear shows up. Yeah. Uh, Macho Man runs in there like a bat out of hell. Yeah, like, he's, he's the, trying to get over everybody. He's like, oh, let me get to Bret. I got to pat him on gives, the head. <laughs> gives him the biggest like hug and all that. Yeah. Um, Donnie Wahlberg shows up. Jenny Garth is in the ring. Mm-hmm. I think they just said get everybody in there. Um, you think? <laughs> Gorilla Monsoon. <laughs> Gorilla Monsoon. Gorilla Monsoon gives him like a little head rub. Like, you did it. Oh, you did it. You beat that piece of garbage. Yokozuna, good job. Pearl Harbor job. <laughs> um, Razor and Lex Luger lift Brett up on their shoulders. Yeah. Crowd's all getting a little bit of pyro. And then Owen's in the aisle looking at him, which was kind of like 
jealousy then macho man's like come on in here we'll see what happens like, yeah, him to the ten ring. on one <laughs> donnie Wahlberg will take you out donnie <laughs> burt reynolds will hit him with his cast like bob orton right <laughs> <laughs> burt is the cast by the way but we go off the air as vince is, is telling us we're going into a brand new era the champion of the next decade all this other stuff We've got Brett the Hitman Hart, who's the champion from now until Survivor Series 94, where he loses to Backlund. Um, it was a really good, fun show to watch. You know, I this is not a... Outside of, I'd say, the, the ladder match, and mm-hmm. I do, despite what you think, I think the opener with Brett Nolan's really good, too. It's it's not like a every match is like oh these are all amazing matches and great wrestling and stories it's just fun from top to bottom and it's classy it's a it's a good wrestlemania so what letter grade are you going to give this top to bottom i'd give it probably like a nine i thought it was really good at uh, wrestlemania so your letter grade's a nine got it yeah since when do we do numbers on this show what's your letter grade i said nine. Oh my god i was thinking uh i was thinking uh 10 <laughs> a minus or a, 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 solid, a-, a solid a Solid A. I'm going to, uh, I kind of want A minus, but I'm, but after watching this and talking about it yeah, and how, and how much we laughed about Macho not being able to tie a knot, mm-hmm. like I think that's an A, like it made me, made me happy. So I mean, this is an A, it's an A pay-per-view for us. I don't think this would hold up if you were like a newer fan and you watched it, you'd probably be like, this is terrible. But is if you grew though? up in this, <laughs> it's I It's hard for know. me to like think of a, a new wrestling fan. Yeah, I guess that's true. Like a Cody Rhodes fan? A young Cody fan? Yeah. Cody, Cody Crybaby? Baby? Yeah, man. <laughs> Cody, are you a Cody? You Cody Crybaby or you Team Rock? I'm a Cody Crybaby. <laughs> you want him to beat Roman at WrestleMania? Heck yeah. What if he doesn't lose? What if he loses again? I'm going to cry. I'm just and Triple kidding. H is like, I win. Hey, Cody. Yeah. Nice job breaking that throne, huh? <laughs> Oh, it's like God. like the big bad guy in the NES games. The what games? NES NES. Oh, what? Oh, just like the the boss. <laughs> yeah, the big boss at the end, and you got the uh, the typing. Okay. All right. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Man, so I was listening to this is unrelated to this at all, but I was listening to Laps Fan does a live call of shows sometimes. And they were doing the Rhea Ripley match where she was the main event. And they were joking, like, could you imagine what they probably filmed this? Triple H, hey, Rhea, come on over here. Uh, just wanted to let you know in Perth we got that big show. Yeah, you're going to you're gonna be the main event. And, like, and Rhea would cry and all this stuff. I'm like, you know, that definitely happened. And they, they, definitely recorded, and they recorded it for some special. So that, it was great. I just it, just it just made me laugh a little bit. But, but anyway, WrestleMania 10, go watch it. Let us know what you think. Let us know in the Facebook group and Instagram, all that other stuff. Let us know what you think about WrestleMania 10 because we both enjoyed it for sure. We both had a good time laughing about it and Macho Man's lack of Boy Scout skills. So I just wanted Another, to say, as, as we after we watched this, I was just on... I'm going to still call it Twitter. I don't care. You know, I'm going to call it X. You do whatever you want. So I was on Twitter, and I'm, I'm after we watched this and whatever, I'm going through the feed, and there's this... There's this um, account that i follow he does a lot of figure um postings or mm-hmm. figure fig photography is what i'm looking for and he had i'm going to put it on a facebook group 
they, he has a picture of Luger, Razor, Tataka, Macho Man, like lifting um, bread up on their shoulders. So I thought that was fun to see. But that looks just like the show I just watched. <laughs> Look at that. I like that. All right. Another thing. I mentioned Matt Kona, the, the selling figs. He also sent me something uh, in the mail with my figure. It's called Royal Has Brumble, which I think you and I got to, and you have to do this. It's a trivia thing. You, gotta, you and I have to do this as like a bonus show. And I had already, I, hey, he's got a, a separate envelope with the answers. So here's an example of some of the questions. We'll see if, how much we can do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, what Hasbro had the most consecutive Rumble appearances? Is it Shawn Michaels, Jake Roberts, Jim Duggan, Crush, or The Undertaker? So which had the most consecutive Rumble appearances of those Hasbros? So it's it's questions like this. Yeah. Like so we can we can we can guess through it. We can talk about it. It'd be fun. Oh. Like it'd be fun to do. What's well, the answer? Can, I don't I don't have it open yet. I want to do this whole trivia oh, show. Oh, I got you. Okay. And the listeners and the listeners can play along. Like for example, um, what's the longest gap between Rumbles for a Hasbro participant? Honky Tonk Man, Mario Gennetti, Jimmy Snooker, or Fatu? So. We gotta talk about these, and we could do this together. And Snooker. the listeners, could, listeners, could, I think Snooker too, because he was in the 2008 Rumble. Yeah. So we'll we'll talk about it, and we will have as a bonus show coming up for everybody to yeah, how about to play along with, and people could play along with us on this on the outside. Uh, a few other things to to mention. So the we always talk about our podcast buddies and podcast friends and all that. Mm-hmm. WrestleMania season's coming up. Um, we've got the what is it? The WrestleMania 40. A weekend in Philadelphia. Yeah. The Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast, our friends over there, they're doing another Fig Life meetup. It is going to be Friday, April 5th, 4 p.m. at the City Tap House in Philadelphia. There's going to be giveaways. There's going to be friends. There's going to be fun. The PPW Podcast is going to have a couple giveaways for you guys. So if you can please be there, and if you see me out there, Eric won't be there because Eric doesn't like traveling or being around large groups of people, but I'll be there. Say hello to me. I'll definitely be at the Fig Life Meetup. If you see me at WrestleCon, say what's up. But uh, we will have giveaways for you guys uh, over there at the Fully Posable Fig Life Meetup. So make sure you're following their show. Make sure you're supporting those guys. Also, make sure you're supporting our friends, uh, the Our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast uh, at OVP Podcast. You can follow them. Uh, follow our friends at the uh, Work the Arm Pod, our friend Jeff. Uh, he's having a couple audio issues unfortunately as all podcasters do from time to time oh really he's asked well he was asking me about fixing something i'm like well you can do that i kind of explained to him how much of a pain it will be he's like all right we're just gonna have to re-record the show yeah um so anyway follow them the work the arm pod they drink and watch clash champions which is sounds like a good time anytime to me so follow them and listen to their shows uh follow our friends the ringside podcast daniel spencer over there and his doing a show for a while they've got ov ovw wrestling information impact wrestling interviews all that stuff the ringside podcast follow them uh follow the in the marbles podcast if you want to do nascar racing and stock car racing uh soda and ethan do a show over there of the tb toy cast which is uh breaker and uh jeff from fully Fallsable used to be travis follow everybody took a little bit of a break so go follow the tbt tb toy cast um and I'm always forgetting more more podcasts to to mention and share with you. The the uh, Raw's Nitro podcast, a friend Lee out there is always doing a show. But follow all of the podcasts we do. Follow everybody in the group and support everybody as you can because independent content creator support is always fun to do. And pretty much everyone that we have followed or listened to over the years is 
consistently put out good stuff and it's crazy we've kind of wandered up into this community of people that we never would have known and right you know it's 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 a good it's pretty cool you know i think about that from time to time it's like wow like you and i never would have met these people or talked no. to these people or, or anything like that and it's it's yeah. it's been fun you know we've been doing this for what six or seven years now and it's crazy to think about that I'm like, hey, Eric, you want to do this? I have an idea for a podcast. You want to do it? You're like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> Sounds fun. And, and and I, from time to time, when I have like a guest host on because you can't do anything or whatever, it's good, but it's never as good as I think when you and I are together. Yeah, it's it's the it's that famili- it familiarity. It's the we know what each other's beats. The right. Straight man and the silly the, man and all the that straight stuff. Straight man. <laughs> I had I mean, Chad uh, hit me up. Uh, we met yeah. him, what was it, last year? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was the, last, the pizza it, place. It was a year ago. So anyways, yeah. I, I got a couple figures off him in the past, and he sent me a message. He's like, hey, I'm cutting some figures again. Any, any interest? And I'm looking mm-hmm. at him, and I'm like, he's got a lot of cool figures he's selling, but I'm like, I have all, most of these. Yeah. <laughs> and I kind of want to get stuff from him, but it's like, oh, it's not, uh, you know, I have what I have. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I want to help him out and, you know, get some stuff from him. But for now, it's, yeah. it's, it's and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad he thought of me. And like guys like Ch- like Brad Chet, he doesn't have a podcast, but he's our buddy. And like guys like Mark Caruso doesn't have a podcast, but he's a friend. Yeah, and right. you know, St- Ho- Steve Hoker, of course, doesn't have a podcast. He's got a T-shirt store now, apparently. But he's <laughs> he's he's posting stuff all the time. He's a great guy. Yeah, you know. So there's just all of our our friends we've gotten to meet and over the years and talk to. Um, <clears throat> if you're not doing anything this Saturday, Eric, I'll be at Gaelic Park at about noon for the St. Baldrick's Day stuff. Me, oh. my friends. You know what? I, I'm off the 16th and 17th. I thought that was going to happen then. It, well, the 17th, I'm going to be up there too. So maybe we can go up there and okay. meet up and have some. Yeah, drinks. we can so do that. I'll do that. Yeah, they're doing. There's a lot of like spread out St. Patrick's Day stuff around here. We're from the south side of Chicago. There's Irish people everywhere. So St. Patrick's yeah. Month happens. My daughter does Irish dance, so of course that takes a lot of our stuff too. And she's in the parade on Sunday and, and all this other stuff. But um, anyway. St. Patrick's Day is another. There's not really a St. Patrick's Day pay per view, is there? Maybe there should be. AEW yeah, did St. Patrick's be. Day Slam, but that was like a TV show. We need a St. Patty's Day pay per view. Someone's got to do. There's probably an independent out there. Probably. All right. Well, before we wrap up, Eric, anything else? We close up shop for this week? No, that's it. We're good. Cool. Well, everyone, thank you for listening. Um, follow our show on your favorite podcast app. Just search Positively Processing Podcast. It'll be there for you. Hit subscribe, leave a review, and tell a friend. Eric, thanks for joining as always. And everyone else, see you next week.